Welcome to the land down under, the land that the wealthiest citizens in the world call home. That's right, as of 2019, these guys, the residents of Australia, are the wealthiest in the world when disregarding micronations like Monaco or Liechtenstein. The average net worth of an Australian adult is 411,000 US dollars. But what is more impressive is that the median net worth, meaning the middle person from a lineup of richest to poorest of people in Australia, is 191,000 US dollars. Which means that this wealth is actually spread pretty evenly and that a regular Australian has a net worth more than three times that of a regular US citizen. To top this all off, these wealthy Australians have also gone over 27 years without falling into a recession, avoiding even the global financial crisis of 2008 relatively unscathed. So what is the story here? Australia has always been a very well developed country, but there must be more to this astronomical private wealth than just that. The first place that most people go to in explaining this is the Australian mining industry. Australia has been blessed with huge deposits of iron ore, coal, natural gas and other valuable resources on its huge continent. Beyond this, its geographical location made it a perfect trading partner for exploding Asian economies in the region, with most of these materials being exported in raw form to countries like India, Japan, South Korea and of course, China. This was a huge driver of exports in the Australian economy, and in 2018, Australia exported over $270 billion worth of raw materials to fuel the growth of these Asian economies. Mining in Australia has also meant opportunities for phenomenally high incomes for workers. An unskilled labourer working in the United States has an average income of about $47,000 US dollars. On the other hand, an unskilled labourer working in the mining industry in Australia can be paid as much as $150,000. And that's before considering the skilled trades workers and engineers who are also being paid very generously to work in these mines. So this kind of sounds like we have answered the question then. Australians have been blessed with a treasure chest of natural resources and that has made them very rich. Well, no. That's actually not it. Despite what most people will tell you, mining in Australia doesn't actually make that much of an impact on the economy at all. It has definitely helped, please don't get me wrong, but it has not been the golden ticket to Australia's success. These amazing jobs are actually very rare, and the mining sector in Australia only makes up about 3% of Australia's total workforce. Beyond that, Mining is not that big of a deal in relation to the whole Australian economy. It only makes up about 7% of Australia's GDP, falling well behind bigger industries like services, construction, finance and education. Beyond this, there was an attempt made by the left-wing party in Australia to tax these mining companies for the extraction of these resources. Unfortunately, it went up against fierce lobbying from the mining industry and was ultimately never passed meaning that Australia lost a big opportunity to benefit further from their treasure chest of resources. Okay, so mining has helped, but it really hasn't fully explained how Australians got so rich. So the next place that we should look is housing. If we ignore the spiders and the snakes and 
whatever this monstrosity is, Australia is a very safe, very clean country with great schools, great hospitals and fantastic opportunities. This makes Australia and its major cities like Sydney and Melbourne very popular for wealthy migrants. The Australian government even has a very open immigration policy for migrants that have skills like medical practitioners or engineers, for migrants that are independently wealthy, and a student visa program for foreign students looking to study in Australian schools or universities. The rationale behind this is that when migrants are already wealthy and skilled, they will come to the country and boost the economy. And this is true, having foreign money spent in your country does boost the economy. But there is one big side effect. Demand for housing to accommodate all of these new arrivals has skyrocketed. The surge in demand is compounded by a policy that the Australian government has called negative gearing. This is a policy that makes investing in real estate very tax efficient and has meant that investors would rather put their money into rental properties than the stock market. All of these housing issues compound to make the Australian property market one of the most expensive in the world. An average four bedroom family home in the Sydney metropolitan region will sell for well over 1.5 million US dollars. And in fact, all of these very average looking homes that you are seeing here have sold for over $2 million within the last year. This has caused some major issues with younger generations effectively being locked out of the property market because of the astronomically high prices. It has also meant that there have been serious issues in recent years with unscrupulous builders putting together very cheap apartment buildings to cash in on this property boom as quickly as possible. Despite these negative side effects, what this has meant for the average Australian is that if they had purchased a home for their family at any point in the last 40 years and just paid off their mortgage without making any other investments whatsoever, they would most likely have a million dollar plus net worth today. This is not the only piece of the puzzle though. Soaring property prices and an economy that has been in the right place at the right time for the past 27 years is great. But the real secret to these Australians' hidden fortunes is the way that they save for retirement. In 1991, the Australian government introduced the superannuation guarantee. This was a new law that mandated that employees had to contribute a certain percentage of their incomes to a retirement savings account. These accounts would be invested into the market, similar to pension funds in other countries. But the difference here was that it applied to all workers in Australia, with very, very few exceptions. This contribution is taken before taxes, meaning that most Australians are actually pretty happy with this arrangement because it's a tax efficient way to save for retirement. And for the most part, they don't really see it impacting their paycheck because everybody else is paying the same amount. Today, the contribution amount is a mandatory 9.5% of an employee's wage. It has been lower in the past and there are plans to continue increasing it to as high as a 15% contribution, but that hasn't been formalized yet. On top of this, employees have the option to contribute more to their superannuation accounts to take advantage of these very, very robust tax benefits. But Let's imagine we take the average Australian worker today with an average income of 82,436 Australian dollars. Now, this is already very high, but more importantly, what that means is straight away, this person is contributing $7,831 to a retirement account tax-free every year. 
Now, if we assume that this person never gets a raise, not even to keep up with inflation, they are going to keep on contributing this $7,800 every year. This contribution over a 40-year career when invested into an average superannuation fund generating 7% a year will mean that these investments will be worth $1.7 million at the age of retirement. Now, accounting for projected inflation, this would only actually be worth about $1 million Australian dollars, but this is still a huge boost considering that a lot of workers would not find the self-discipline to save and invest this money if it were completely up to them. Now, the superannuation guarantee has been almost universally acclaimed as a great piece of national policy, but as with everything, it is not without fault. Big piles of money, like the $2.8 trillion that Australians have invested in their superannuation funds, attract certain unscrupulous business practices. In fact, the entire superannuation industry has been under a royal commission, which is the Commonwealth equivalent of a congressional inquiry overcharging their customers too much for fees and services associated with their superannuation funds. Since most Australians don't pay too much attention to their superannuation accounts until they approach retirement age, these charges were more or less going unnoticed and making these companies very, very rich in the meantime. Another downside is that these super accounts are locked away from Australians until they are 60 years old. So, while a middle-aged Australian might have a net worth of a few million dollars on paper, most of that could be inaccessible to them to improve their quality of life in any way at all until they turn 60. Despite all of these concerns, Australia really has earned its title as the lucky country. Australians are the wealthiest people on the planet because of good policy which has forced them into doing what every personal finance book ever has told people to do. Their beautiful country continues to attract people and businesses from across the planet, boosting their local economy. So, march on you beautiful Australians, enjoy your giant piles of money, and we will call it even for you having to deal with all of those snakes and spiders. Thanks for watching guys, I hope you enjoyed the video. As always, I have left the references and my email in the video description if you have any specific questions for me, or if you would rather, please leave a comment and I do my very best to reply to everyone there. Also, please considering liking and subscribing, I would really appreciate it. Thanks.